Greetings and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me today, as he does each and every week, is Benjamin Yount, the Center Square's Wisconsin correspondent. Ben, we are recording this on Thursday, November 30th. Now that Thanksgiving is behind us and December is here, we immediately move to the next holiday season, although some already moved to it, like back in September. <laughs> Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, and the like. Ben, you have your holiday shopping done? No, no none of it. The, the first thing I have to buy is the white paint for my beard. Uh, I, I get to be a Santa at a local bar coming up here. Breakfast for kids, which is one of the most Wisconsin stories that you could ever tell. A, a, a breakfast for children with Santa at a bar uh, here in southeast Wisconsin. It's more common than you think. But no, I uh, I look forward to it every year. I don my Santa suit. I go and, and, and paint my beard white, take pictures with kids and then get goosed by their moms because drunk moms love Santa Claus at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. Sounds like fun up until that point. Uh, ben, good luck with that this year. Let me know how it goes. Ben, a new report on chronic absenteeism in Wisconsin schools shows that the truancy rate has more than doubled since 2012. Tell us more. What's going on here? Yeah, that you had a chronic absentee rate of about 10% back in 2012. And through a combination of a lack of enforcement, the coronavirus, people moving, parents not seeing the need to send their kids to early grades, kindergarten, first grade, the like, that number is now up above 20%. But when you take a look at it, there are really a handful of big school districts that are driving this, including Milwaukee Public Schools. But as the folks over at the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, who wrote the report, put it on Twitter, it is really hard to teach kids to read when kids just simply don't show up to class. And this has been a problem for, for years. We, we started to see truancy rates tick up between 2012 and 2020. But then once the coronavirus hit, once COVID closed down schools, you saw a mass exodus and you have not seen thousands of kids report back to classes. We, we wrote a story. Oh, I don't know if it was last month or maybe September that there are still tens of thousands of missing students in Wisconsin public schools. And this gives us just another snapshot of, of the long term effects of sending kids home to learn in the spring of 2020 when COVID first broke out and, and the effect of keeping some of those kids, Milwaukee and Madison schools, out for more than a year after that. And that giving away our age or anything like that. But back when we were wee lads, they had these things called truant officers who went out and, and and looked for kids on the street when they should be in school and did something about it. I don't even know if they exist anymore. You, you, you hear of truant officers lately? You, well, I, I do. I, I, have a, I have my final child in high school, and last year she missed 11 days of school between being sick and going on vacation and the like. And we got a bad, bad no-no letter from our local school district that said, look, state law allows you to miss 10 days. After that, every single absence, every single tardy must have a doctor's note. And if you don't, then we can go to the county and then we can start to talk and maybe your kid gets left behind. Or, you know, there are state statutes that deal with truancy. And the Wills study took a look at this and said that 
over the past decade or so, you've only had 109 actual truancy convictions. There were 359 cases brought, but most of those pleaded down. The problem is that Winnebago and Marathon counties up in the Fox Valley, they account for more than half of the 109 convictions. Prosecutors in Milwaukee and Green Bay and Beloit, which have some of the largest truancy rates, never brought a single case, never got a single conviction. So while you do have truant officers, while you do have some communities that are policing this and making sure kids are going to school, you have some communities where this is a real problem who aren't doing anything. And 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 to give you an example as to this is not just kids skipping school. One of the, the hundreds of Milwaukee public school students who haven't taken a single day of class this year, one of them is a teenager accused in a murder. And so he's not available to go to class. He's in jail. But it also is telling that Perhaps if this young man was in school and not sitting around playing video games with an adult friend in the basement, maybe not only would the four-year-old child that they killed still be alive, maybe this kid wouldn't have gotten in trouble in the first place. So the number is shocking. The 20% truancy rate is a shocking number. Then when you look into some of the specific cases, the details become even more shocking, get even even worse. And and this is this is a serious problem because again, you know, when kids aren't in school, they don't learn. And when you don't learn in the fourth grade or the fifth grade or the sixth grade, you can't learn in the tenth grade or the eleventh grade or the twelfth grade. And you're never going to be ready for college and you're not going to be ready to go out and get a career or be a productive member of society either. Yeah, that's that is really a sad, sad story there, Ben. Did the report go into like, and maybe maybe this information is not even available, the, the vast number of truants, students who aren't going to school, do they come from broken homes, single family homes, have other home issues? And how, how responsible are parents for this? Well, ultimately, this comes down to mom and dad making sure that kids go to school. One of the, the points, and, and we, we quoted this from the the report, it said that, you know, parents need to value education. The, the quote is, there's conventional wisdom, especially among low income parents, that attendance in early grades is less critical than, say, high school. But the reality is largely the opposite. Students who fall behind in early subjects like reading are often never able to catch back up. And we saw this coronavirus on spring of 2020 on that the Big enrollment declines were in pre-K, in kindergarten, in first or second grade. Some of it may have been moms and dads saw what kids were learning at home or not learning at home and figured there's no reason to to sweat if he misses another day of, of worksheets. But there also is this idea that little kids, you can take them and go on vacation and stay away for a little while. or You can go live with grandma down in in another state. And so many of the kids who just never came back to school never came back in the early grades. By the time you get to high school, it's a completely different sort of calculus that you have kids skipping school because they just don't want to go to school. And unfortunately, in Milwaukee, there is a huge problem with 14, 15, 16 year olds falling into a life of crime. And, you know, you're, you're, you're not worried about calculus if, you know, the gang from down the block has decided that you you got to go. The factors that build into truancy are pretty much exactly what you think they would be. Single family homes, low income students of color, black students, brown students. They're far more likely to be chronically absent. But 
This is also a problem in rural parts of Wisconsin. Ashland schools, way up north by Lake Superior, almost to the to the Minnesota border. They have a problem, fourth highest truancy rate in the state. So this is not just an urban issue. You have an, an awful lot of people in tiny communities, small, low-income communities, who also have a problem getting their kids to school. And, and again, it doesn't matter if you live in a city of a, a million people or a city of a thousand people. If you don't know how to read in the fourth grade, you're behind for life and you never overcome that. Yeah, that's that's sad, Ben. As usual, thank you for your insight into this very important story. But we are out of time. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Ben Yout, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening. Are you tired of news that puts politics over people? At the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation, we believe in putting people over politics by delivering nonpartisan news and audio content that serves you, the American taxpayer. With Franklin News Foundation, you can read fact-based, state-focused news for free at thecentersquare.com. You can listen to civil, balanced conversations between policy experts through our podcast network at americastalking.com. Or you can get in-depth news on K-12 education spending, curriculum, and school safety at chalkboardnews.com. It's all free through Franklin, where we put you, the American taxpayer, first in every story, episode, and conversation. And it's only possible through our supporters. Together, we can produce content that puts people over politics and brings Americans the news they deserve. Become a supporter today at franklinnews.org slash donate. Once again, that's franklinnews.org slash donate.